97.9 The Hill, WCHO, and the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media present Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. Sports Focus, dedicated to in-depth examination of issues of overriding importance in the sports world. Each week, we'll discuss problems and look for solutions in professional, collegiate, and amateur sports. From Carroll Hall on the Carolina campus, here's your host, UNC journalism professor, Charlie Tuggle. Welcome to Sports Focus. Our topic today, the return of fall sports to UNC Chapel Hill. Our guest, Karen Shelton, head coach of the field hockey team, winners of back-to-back national championships. So, Karen, uh, we're doing this interview just after you've come off the pitch, your first practice of 2020. How was it? Well, uh, very exciting. You know, it, when something's taken from you that you love dearly for a period of time, when you, when you come back, you appreciate it even more. So there was a good energy out there, uh, you know, some nerves, the freshmen getting on the field for the first time, uh, everybody getting back together. It, it, was, it was a good day. And uh, obviously, we look forward to more. Right, the day before your first practice, the NC2A issued uh, a press release saying uh, and expressing serious concerns about fall sports. Do you have serious concerns? Uh, well, I do at this this point in time, uh, simply because uh, we don't know uh, what the NCA has uh, definitively decided. I mean, I think that uh, I, I have a ACC call today at uh, three o'clock. I have to speak with Mariel Van Gelder, our SWA. So there's still uncertainty about what's going to happen, whether we're going to have a championship, not have a championship, maybe have a championship in the spring instead of fall. Uh, you know, whether everybody, we don't have a championship and, and the seniors come back for another year, like what happened to the spring sports. So, so nothing's decided yet. Um, I mean, so all, all we're doing is preparing and controlling what we can control. Uh, but I, I do have concerns. You know, it's, it's, a, it's an unusual time. And we're, we're going to do the best we can under the circumstances. And, and, but I think our, our future will be decided for us. Yeah, so uh, the NC2A says, of course, you have to follow the guidelines. So that, that makes sense. Athletes can opt out. Have you had any athletes who've, who've said, you know what, even if we play this year, I don't think I personally want to? No, I have not had any opt out. I think the student athletes are raring to go and anxious to play. Um, and I think willing to do what's necessary, at least on our team. I think there's a lot of trust. And, you know, we we feel like our kids will make really wise decisions in terms of taking care of their, their selves, their immune system, and uh, social distancing, hand washing. We've designed drills that we can stay uh, kind of separated to a certain extent. So, so uh, no, we've had nobody opt out. They're, they're, they're just praying that they don't lose their season. What are the options, uh, Karen, that you see them now? Uh, you mentioned that perhaps – uh, the the championship gets moved to the spring. Are there other options or other other ways to make this work? I think there are some other options. Of course, as of right now, um, there there is a fall championship. Um, I think that one of the things they just said, and I'm not sure whether this is going to affect us, but if if 50% of the sponsored sports have opted out of the fall, then the NCA will not conduct a championship. And I'm not sure whether that affects field hockey or not. 
Um, there's the other option is that, say, the NCAA does not have a championship. The Power Five schools may establish a, an alternate championship. And uh, would we want to compete for something other than an NCAA championship? Uh, or would we want everyone to save their eligibility for perhaps the next year? You know, there are some kids that have jobs lined up and want to move on. So, um, and then the final option I think that we have is to move it to the spring so that the fall sports, and I think this is the majority of field hockey coaches really feel like that's the safest option is that if we could just simply take our seasons, uh, you know, and, and reverse them. So in the spring, it's typically a developmental period of time. So we do that developmental period in the fall, and then we have our competitive season in the spring when hopefully there's a vaccine. If you were to go that route, how quickly can you make that pivot? Oh, I think for us, we could we could do it easily. Um, you know, you might not have as many games as we would have had. We'd have to go back to the drawing board in terms of, uh, you know, scheduling. But I think the ACC coaches would be willing to play each other twice. We're already talking about that right now because, you know, in our sport, it's it's basically the Big Ten is conducting their season. The ACC is conducting their season. The Big East has uh, gone to a north-south, but they still have teams that are going to play. And then I think it's the MAC, the Mid-America Conference. So there's, there's really just four conferences that are playing. Uh, but, but all of us are, are willing to work together to help each other out. There are a couple of deadlines coming up that uh, the NC2A has set, and, and basically uh, NC2A is leaving it up to the divisions. So uh, sometime in mid-August, Division One, and we'll get into Division Two and Three in just a minute, Division One has to decide, are we going to play fall championships or a fall, fall sports at all? Yeah, I know. So who, uh, I would assume the athletics director and yourself and other coaches are all sort of waiting. Uh, yes. who, who makes the decision for D1? Well, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think that there's a bit of, uh, you know, yeah, it's at a much higher level than my pay grade. So, you know, um, whether Bubba uh, would would make the decision in in uh, concert with the other ACC coaches or or get together with the Big Ten. For, so for our sport, it's basically the ACC and the Big Ten. So perhaps they would be the ones to make a decision or we follow, fall in those guidelines uh, that the NCAA has stipulated. So basically saying that if you don't have 50% uh, participation in your, in your championship, then you don't have one. Um, and that's what we're worried about because I think we've kind of done the math and, and we fall just below 50%. Sports Focus, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking with uh, field hockey head coach Karen Shelton about the return of field hockey and other uh, fall sports. Karen, we were just talking about the numbers. 
And because there's a limited number of teams that play field hockey in, in the U.S., uh, and correct me where I'm wrong, but I, I think uh, Stanford is, has already said we're not playing field hockey, and maybe Princeton has said that in the couple of teams you played in the, in the playoffs last year. If you have a limited number and you start to lose two, three, four, five of those teams, you, you said you've done the math and you're already you're even now below 50 percent? Well, I think so. Uh, I, I think the Northeast Conference is going to make their decision October 1st. Um, but again, I, I'm not sure. I'm, you know, I'm not sure whether it would be pure numbers. We may be able to lobby, maybe get a waiver, because I still think that the teams that want to compete and that are, you know, getting ready to practice right now, I think that it's a competitive field. So my feeling should be, you know, maybe you look at the last 10 years and if you have 50% of the teams that perhaps participated in the championship, um, you know, because the Big Ten and, the, and the, uh, the ACC, you know, you're talking about some really good teams. You know, all of our teams in the ACC traditionally make the NCAA tournament. And, and the Big Ten, they, you know, Maryland is competitive. Michigan is competitive. Ohio State's on board now. Um, you know, they have a number of teams that traditionally get in the tournament. So I think it would be competitive. As you mentioned, we would lose Stanford, um, uh, but they're not top 10. Uh, they, they're like 15. But the, the big one would be um, Princeton, right? So the, the Ivy Leagues have all said no field hockey. So losing them is a blow. Uh, UConn, I, I think, is another one. But right now, they, they are still uh, scheduled to compete. So really, we're talking about one of the legitimate contenders for a national championship. Uh, that's out. And, and, and I may be missing a couple more, but I think my, my, my point is, is that it still would be a very competitive tournament and one that my players would want to play. Yeah, uh, D2 and D3 have already canceled their championships. It's really D1 or nothing uh, for not and not just field hockey, but all the fall championships. So what kind of angst does that create in your players? Well, I think the seniors obviously are the ones that are most concerned. And I think all of them really want a championship. Uh, Bubba asked me if the NCAA doesn't have a championship, would we want to play kind of a, a power five tournament? Say the power five schools decide to create their own tournament. So it wouldn't be an NCAA, but it still would be a, a championship. Would we want to do that? And, and, and I would have to ask them. I haven't asked them yet, but, uh, you know, they would have to decide, do I want to save my year of eligibility and come back for a legitimate uh, NCAA championship, or do I want to finish out my career in this kind of, you, know, uh, you know, modified COVID championship year? So I, I think, Karen, it comes down to not just the championship, but maybe the season as well, because uh, I won't identify this player to you, but I, uh, one of your several of your players are my students. And I was talking to one of them who said, I don't know if I want to play a 10 game season. Is, is that correct. part of the, the uh, thinking as well? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You know, and I, I think, you know, I, obviously I, I would allow the, the team to make those decisions, basically, you know, whether we have a vote, but if, if they don't want to use a, a season's of year of eligibility in a modified uh, schedule with a modified tournament, I would let them make that call. 
I would think that they would have to know that they would be able to roll over that year of eligibility, right? Yes, I, I agreed. And, and, you know, the scholarship um, issue, I think they would handle it the, the same way they did the spring sports. And I don't know if you, you read this, but, um, you know, the spring sports all get to come back. And, and there was a, a question about how do you fund those additional scholarships? And, uh, and our own, our very own uh, men's basketball coach, Roy Williams, actually made the donation to cover all the seniors in the spring sports, their scholarships, so they could come back and finish their final year of eligibility. So have you had a chat with Roy yet about whether he does the <laughs> same thing for fall sports? <laughs> not yet, not yet. So Karen, when D2 and D3 have both already said, and it's, they're, com they're a different animal than D1, but this, uh, when, when COVID started, it was kind of a domino effect. First it was the Ivies and then a boom, 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 boom. So how worried are you that uh, the precedent now that D2 and D3 have set saying we are not going to have fall championships? Well, I think my worry is more just the pandemic and the, you know, the fact that our numbers across the nation are not really trending down. So, so I worry for the safety of not only our athletes, but our, our university community as a whole, you know, I don't feel nervous or scared being out there with the girls that I'm going to get it. You know, I'm in one of these high risk categories. So that's, that's not a concern, but it's, it's more our nation and our, you know, our ability to get this thing under control. That's what I'm worried about. Um, you know, sports is, is another matter and, and we all want to play. But like I said, I'm going to let the team make the decision. I think it's their call, not mine. Sports Focus, we'll be right back. You're listening to Sports Focus with Charlie Tuggle. And now back to the show. Welcome back to Sports Focus. We're talking about the return of field hockey and other fall sports to the UNC campus. And we're talking with Karen Shelton, the iconic head coach of that field hockey team. So, Karen, I'm, I'm just trying to envision a player, your players. I don't know. They had, just had their first practice. It's like we're doing what we need to do but we don't have control and we as humans like to have control or we at least like to know what the deal is going to be. So how do you, you know, you're more than a coach. Any coach is more than a coach. You're a mentor. How do you mentor these young women to say, look, we don't have control and all we can do is what we can do. Well, that's, that's absolutely right and that's life a little bit you know there's you know, we can't control this this uh, you know what's what's occurred in these unusual last six months but um you know you, you just take one day at a time and you you learn to adapt and uh you know i i just feel like this team does love the game so it's not like this is torture that you know anybody's depressed i i think that you know you got to have a good attitude and i talk to them all the time about attitude is everything you know, you got to just deal with what it is. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're out there doing something that they absolutely love. And 
that's been taken away from them. So there's a bit of joy right now. Um, and I don't, I don't get the sense that they're really brooding about it. Um, and, and for me, I don't want to react to anything that hasn't been decided yet. So I'm going to kind of, you know, listen, Listen to the ACC coaches, uh, listen to Bubba and uh, Mary L. Van Gelder, our SWA. And, you know, we're going to be we're going to be dealt a hand and, and we have to play that hand as well as we possibly can. And, and that's what we do in sport all the time. So and that's what they'll do when they get out into the real world. So, uh, you know, having a good attitude and, and making the best of, of what's presented to you has has always been one of our, our philosophies. Karen, you mentioned the term SWA a couple of times. What is that? That's the, our senior women's administrator. So Marielle Van Gelder represents all the, the women's sports on a separate committee. You know, so they have the ADs, Bubba Cunningham, and they have the, the, the um, male uh, athletic directors, and then they have a group of uh, senior women's administrators. And so uh, Dr. Beth Miller was our SWA for years and years and years, and uh, she recently retired. Marielle was uh, in charge of compliance, and, and she got moved into that role. And uh, so she's really smart. She represents us incredibly well and gathers feedback uh, from all the, the coaches so that she can represent Carolina and the ACC uh, as well as she possibly can. You mentioned a sense of joy among your players, the joy in simply being able to practice the sport to be yeah. with their teammates. That's exactly right. And, and that's a fun thing for a coach. You know, it's, it's not just about the games. It's about the process of preparing uh, to, to be as good as you can be and to prepare for the game. So again, just the, the, the freedom to get back out there, you know, because they didn't even have the freedom to practice in groups before. And so now, now we have the freedom to be together. And of course, as long as we're doing it safely and, uh, and, and responsibly, which, which we are, um, you know, Scott Oliaro, who is our uh, sports medicine uh, director, he is awesome. And, and uh, just everybody is doing their part. Um, James Askew is our strength and conditioning coach. So he warms everybody up and cools us down. And it's just so professional and so well done that, that there's, there's no angst, I don't think. I think we're just doing the best we can. So, uh, you know, coach, how much I love seeing our teams win championships. Yes. So let's, let's go to this scenario. You have a power five championship, let's say, uh, in lieu of an NC2A championship. Then the next year, there is a, another NC2A championship. Can you count that as a three-peat? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I like this team, you know, after the first day. I mean, again, we're, we're together for the first time, but I think that on, on paper, certainly, we have a lot, lot of returning talent. We have some really good incoming freshmen. We have a, a transfer student from Penn State that was, a you know, a, a starter for them as a freshman. So, uh, you know, we, we lost a good bit of talent, but I think we have a, a, a really strong nucleus and some good newcomers. So, you know, I, we're going to be in the hunt, that's for sure, and, and we're excited to give it a try. We have just a minute left. Uh, what, what about scheduling? How far along are you with that? Well, right now we only have eight games, um, and, and, you know, typically we have 17 going into the ACC tournament. So, you know, we've been 23-0, and 23-0 the last couple of years. That includes ACC tournament and the NCAA tournament, which is an additional six games. 
So uh, we've been at 17, but uh, right now we're at eight. So we're likely to double up with, uh, we, well, we already are doubled up with Duke, but we'll probably double up with uh, Wake Forest. I think we'll double up with um, Louisville because we go there. So if we're going all the way to Louisville, I'd like to play them twice. Same with Boston College. So, uh, you know, maybe we go to Virginia and play them for a second time. So those are all the things we're going to discuss on today's call uh, a little bit later on. So right now it doesn't look, look as good as it will, I think, in the coming weeks uh, should, should things go forward. And that does it for this edition of Sports Focus. Thanks to our guest, Karen Shelton. Thanks also to producer Chip Sweeney. And as always, thanks to you for listening. Cheers. Thanks to Richard Southall, Mark Nagel, and Deborah Southall at the College Sport Research Institute at the University of South Carolina for their research and guidance and for access to CSRI's international network of sources. Sports Focus is a service of UNC's Hussman School of Journalism and Media.